Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello, friends and foes, fays and fiends, and welcome to Quests and Chaos. My name is Londra Heilman, my pronouns are she, her, and this month I will be your dungeon master as I usher you through Death House Revisited, a hyper-deadly, up-leveled twist on the infamous optional starter module from Curse of Strahd. This is, of course, the spookiest of spooky season, uh, which means you might find yourself in need of being hashtag blessed. Uh, we have merch available in the uh, shop.questsandchaos.com store. We've got t-shirts, we've got dice trays, uh, and of course we have the deck of inspiration, which we'll be getting to momentarily how that gets used in this game. But first, uh, let's not keep everyone in suspense any longer and let's introduce our players for this horrible, horrible module that I will be ushering for through. Hi, I am Thomas and I am rolling a die that has been cursed by Will Wheaton. Thank you, the Apollyon. And I am playing Dmitry Skorakova, who sounds like he's selling chocolate cereal. <laughs> We're starting off so well. Um, deadly, seri deadly serious campaign. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl, I use she, they pronouns, and I will be playing Iotana, who uses she, her pronouns. I'm Christy. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing Bramble Pelt, who also uses she, her pronouns. Hi, and I'm Mark. I, uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Agonar, who also uses he, him. Beautiful. All right, folks. Um, as is tradition on any Quest and Chaos stream, and boy, how are you guys going to need these? Uh, we've got <clears throat> some cards and some coins to give uh, to everybody. Uh, let's uh, start with the distribution of that. I hope I shuffled these good enough that you don't all get emergency elks or something. Um, well, <laughs> favorite card. Use <laughs> <laughs> an emergency elk. I, I think that could be good. Yeah, I, actually. <laughs> popping an elk in the middle of this tiny row house would actually be hilarious, yeah. now that you mention it. Um, we have two coins from Squeal the Bard for the GM. Oh. Ooh, this is actually be so the big boy. Uh, Thank you, Squeal. Um, but then we have some cards for our players. We have one card from NGC457. Just gonna kinda Ooh. eat these out, generally. Uh, do we want to? Are we reading think, cards? How have we been doing this? I haven't been on this channel in a minute. Do you want to read? Let's, let's go ahead and read it. Let's go ahead. And read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Go ahead and read us what the card. Which card? Boosted recharge. Use this card to recharge two uses of any channel divinity, class feature, or feat ability. As the only person with that ability, <laughs> I happily accept this card. Yeah. Uh, we also have a card from Lee for the players. Uh, focus mind, reduce one stat by three and increase one other stat by three for one minute. 
Dump that strength. Dump that strength. <laughs> wow. Even more. No one needs Even that. More. Yeah. Uh, one card from Cheesecake <laughs> Fries. Thank you, Cheesecake Fries. Uh, boosted regen. When consumed, this potion heals 1d6 plus 2 HP. At the beginning of each of your turns, you heal 1d6 plus 2 HP for one minute. Uh, we now have three cards from the Apollyon. Excellent. We'll read this one one more time. Play this card to gain one extra action. You may cast an additional leveled spell with a casting time of one action. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Feather of Flight. As an action, use this feather to give up to six creatures within 30 feet a fly speed equal to their walking speed for one. <laughs> 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 yes. Game broken. That's going to be great in the murder basement later. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, rejuvenating mana. When consumed, this potion creates one temporary third spell slot, which lasts for 10 minutes. Non spell casters may redraw. Mm -hmm. May would you, may would I you have like to have that? Yeah, you should give that to the warlock. This is 50% more spell slots. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Amazing. Okay. Do you want to pile? Uh, we also have two cards and two coins from Duke Fleek. Thank you, your grace. Thank you. Thank you. For the players. Yeah. Woohoo! Uh, make Mark read one of those. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Mark doesn't read yeah. them often. Yeah. You read. I know how to read. That one? So I've been told. Boosted Minotaur. By drinking this potion, you gain the effects of a long rest. When you complete your next long rest, make a DC 18 con saving throw or suffer two levels of exhaustion. Yeah, I'll happily take that. <laughs> so, uh, actually, are we one card each or are we just going to um. them? I'm gonna say you guys can have a collective pool for this game because as we're going to get to explaining, you may burn through these cards in a very different way than normal. That's true. So I'm I'm happy to let you guys sort of keep a collective pool and just draw from it as needed. Nice. For one, this of, one. one of the other cards from Duke Fleet was Devastating Oil. Oh. Apply this uh, to a fist or a weapon and gains plus two magical bonus for 10 minutes. All right, you've got all your cards, you've got your coins, yes. many cards. Oh, let's see. Yes. Uh, so far, right here. Um, let me see, oh, we've got more! It was just on the next page, because I can't read! Good thing Mark can. Uh, we also have uh, some additional super chats, which I auto-convert into coins. We've got one more from the Apollyon for the players. May the Lord be merciful and the DM merciless. Zoinks. Hmm. Ooh. It was so close. I'm so sorry. That was that was poor aim on my part. Um, it hit her. We also, You're good. We also got uh, two coins from the Baroness for her amusement to me. No. Oh. Wow. Yay. I gave you a hug today. <laughs> Shots fired from the booth. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Uh, ooh, is it better to explain this? Is it better to explain this amulet in game or or just right now? What's what makes the most sense? I'm just going. I think I'll explain no, no, it now. No. So here's no. the thing for Death House. Um, Death House is a level one starter for 
the Curse of Strahd campaign. Uh, that's not what we're playing. Uh, what we're playing is a horrifying remixed version where all of our players are coming in at level six with full maiden knowledge. Everyone basically gets legend lore and they can just ask me questions at all times about the house. They will get answers based on what is written in the module. That is not necessarily true because when a bunch of level six adventurers show up to a level one trap, the sentient house suddenly goes, oh, oh no, I must step up my game. So this house will get progressively and quickly harder as our adventurers make their way through it. Um, in order to assist, question mark, them with this incredibly deadly encounter that we have invented for this spooky season, um, we have provided the characters with an item called the Amulet of Resurrection. And the way the amulet works, I believe uh, Agonar is carrying the amulet as the cleric in the party. Um, the way this amulet works is that there are no death saves in the death house. There is only auto res, but it takes a cost. The cost of the resurrection spell in D&D is 1,000 GP. We have converted that over into our coin and card system. So the cost is two coins or one card. There is no way to not pay this price. So if you go down, I get your coins and your cards. And if you don't have any coins or cards, I get to take your inventory equivalent to 1000 GP. Huge thank you to Cheryl who made everybody physical inventory packs so that we can keep track of what everybody has and how much it costs. And if we get to a point where you have been stripped of all of your armor and weapons, have no coins, no cards, and no gear, things get really interesting. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I, I realize there's a TV show, Naked and Afraid. That's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be by the time we get to episode four. Anyway, so, um, thank you all for coming along on this crazy journey with me while I try to, uh, up the ante on most number of player deaths in a Q&C stream ever. Great. Um, oh, we have, uh, it looks like uh, you guys are already getting some boons, as I have explained this, and everyone suddenly got very scared for you. Um, we get two more coins uh, from Duke Fleek. It looks like you need them. Thank you. Thank and two coins from Paul Davis, because you need more. Conan. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. It's weird to start out with the money pile before you go into the actual yeah. dangerous situation. <laughs> Why don't we just take our cards and our things and, and we go let's home. go? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, if we retire now, we're <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for coming to the stream, everybody. I have a lot of Great having you. Uh, <laughs> all right. For ages. All that the material plane has known of Ravenloft is the fragmented horrors recounted by broken souls who have miraculously escaped its desperate and deceptive lure. But now, a band of seasoned adventurers has had enough. They have come to deliberately seek out the mists that guard this domain of dread, and they will purge its horrors or die trying. Probably the latter. <laughs> um. Our adventuring party finds themselves in a wagon being driven through a very spooky forest out on the edges of God knows where. Uh, you have been gathered together uh, in the service of a group known only as the Order. You're not sure which order, and honestly, it's maybe better not to know because 
knowledge can be dangerous in a place like this. You have equipped yourselves, you have gathered your things, and you are now headed towards the mists. Uh, your guide, uh, a young, dark, curly-haired man, is driving. He is a member of the Vistani, a group that has a deal with the Lord of Ravenloft to allow him to pass back and forth uh, through the mists, something which adventurers are not able to do. Once you enter the mists, there is no return, except in very particular circumstances, usually bad ones. The other person in this wagon is a older man, a little bit of a, a bushy beard, has some like leaves that it looks like he combed most of them out of his hair and missed a couple that are kind of tucked in the back. Um, he is wearing an emblem, not of the order, but of another group, a druidic collective that um, some of you may have encountered. The particulars are not terribly important other than he has helped gather information about this place to which you all now go. As you're riding along the cart and it's getting darker and darker, night falling, trees getting thicker, and the first tendrils of mist starting to wisp in and stir around the cart. The older gentleman turns around in the front seat to look at you all and goes, Great, well, um, we're getting pretty close then, and um, I'm not going to be joining you when the beyond seems too much of a risk given how things have changed for me of late. So, um, but I can answer any more questions you might have before you get there, if, if you've got any. Are there any werewolves? Werewolves, uh, yes. Uh, oh. Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, definitely werewolves. Um, <clears throat> some of them bad, some of them really bad, and uh, a few that are just sort of real self-loathing and might not be a problem for you. Hard to say. Okay. I didn't think werewolves existed, so that kind of threw me off the guard. Oh, huh. I thought we, did you not read the briefing packet then? We, we got a briefing back. Oh, yeah, yes, one moment. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Just a massive... <laughs> Flips right to W. Oh, werewolf! Yes. Uh, there's werewolf, also wear raven, wear Rats. jackal. Wear Not to oh be confused with the jackal wear. Very different. Jackals that turn into people. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. I want to ask. It's the same, want, but different. Right, but I... They turn I, into people when it's not a full moon. I feel like I, there are many things about that I want to ask. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> anyway, um, sexual habits don't, ne never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, if you survive and you get back, I can put you in touch with a guy who knows a lot about jackal wares. <laughs> but you gotta survive first is the problem. Right, okay, good, good, good. What is our, our signal? for getting back if we don't. If <laughs> we wanna. You know. We, yeah. you wanna. Um, well, uh, see, here's the thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we've really got a way to, to pull you out. It's sort of, you've got to find the way. That's, everybody who's ever come back has been mad. We haven't really gotten clear answers on 
uh, what exactly happened or how they made it out. Uh, mixed some say that they killed the lord of the castle. Uh, others say that they stumbled through a passage into another domain and sort of hopped through until they found a way out. Some, I presume, made deals with the Vistani and uh, were somehow able to sneak away, but uh, they're probably incredibly cursed. Um, you don't just leave Bavaria from Barovia. Any of these places, really. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was told that uh, I would become a hero. So. You will, your day will go down in history as one of the greatest heroes of the realms. That I can 100% guarantee. You might not live to see it, but you will be remembered for all time. You really didn't read the briefing packet. Okay, oh. I feel a little, a little bit. Agnar, <laughs> you read the briefing packet. Yes, you understand uh, the, the, yes, the weight is. that is carried here. Great. Okay. Most likely a one-way trip for Again, Most people. We're really hoping that you call come back. That's the goal. Uh, we just, um, we're also really hoping that you can destroy as much in there as you can. Because honestly, that seems like a better way, like that, the whole place is cursed, right? So if you can destroy everything that contains the curse, then the curse would lift and then we could freely pass. But I don't know why anyone would want to go to Barovia, um, but then they would have the option, right? Yes. If we can raise it to the ground, it might be nice. I, I very much support just setting everything on fire. It doesn't work. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh, I do remember reading some notes about, yeah, that doesn't, it hmm. doesn't work. Um, um, there's there's nothing in here about Xenu. I, I, I thought that I would um, get to uh, one of the levels that I would get Xenu. I realize I have to pay money. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Um, but, um, <laughs> Uh, it's okay. I'll I'll read this you, you and I'll know, just Carla, go with could it. Could you could you yes. um uh, make a make a note for me to mm -hmm. um, check on the the Zenu. I don't know if uh, they've been properly communing with that. We've been very focused on this mission. And, um, yeah. um, I will make a note and then just like tuck it into his breast pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. He's like fully like kneeling, like facing backwards <laughs> to like guys. And the guy who's driving just kind of keeps giving you all like little over the shoulder glances, but is like you know. The horses are starting to get skittish as it gets darker and spookier, so he's very focused on driving. Um, right. Okay. Uh, any anything else that I can that I can? Do Do you happen to have any um, extra gold pieces? <laughs> uh, that, uh, mm, let's see. Uh, he starts rifling through. He pulls a handful of dried leaves out of one pocket, <laughs> kind of throws it off to the side. He uh, reaches into another pocket, lifts out. Um, a, a necklace that uh, you recognize, Eo. Oh. You have a similar one um, that you now wear. Yours glows faintly with a flicker of starlight. His no longer does, as it once did. Uh, he sort of just like kind of looks and like hands that to you and just sort of like here. Um, <laughs> uh, continues patting down, uh, pulls out a brick of half-eaten food rations, uh, hands them to the driver who just like blindly takes it, not knowing what's going on. Um, and then finally, um, I have uh, four electrum. Oh, that, yes, yes, yes. Oh. I'm not I sure what good it's gonna do you. I don't think they really operate in currency down there, but. Two gold, two gold. That's 998 to go. <laughs> he read the important part. Yeah, yeah. I think we all read that. Mm -hmm. 
Great. Um, uh, well, I, I, I've, uh, I believe uh, uh, Ms. Brumblepelt has the maps uh, with my notes on them that will hopefully help with uh, things. Again, I don't know how accurate they are because I was, we were literally like going into the mind of someone whose will and spirit were completely broken by the horrors that they witnessed in the Domains of Dread. So it's a best approximation from what we can tell. Um, good luck, I guess. You too. Thanks. Uh, great, well, um, I should probably just be going then, since I don't want to be crossing any deeper. You see that the the mists are like really starting to get thicker and almost seem to be moving toward you. Great. Um, well, uh, be brave, be good, make wise choices, give them what for. I'll, I'm just gonna hug you. Yeah, uh, kind of leads her, like awkward sort of like looks, realizes there's no way to do this privately and just gives you like a big bear hug. Can I take some of the leaves from his yes. hair and just like put them in my pocket? Yeah. Um, you think he's got a favorite. <laughs> right. Um, do we all have to hug him? Be good. Uh, oh, I don't know. Tana will guide you as best uh, she can. Uh, maybe you'll find some answers for her and I'll see you in the realm of the quarry when the time is right. Kisses you on the forehead and immediately like jumps backward up a thing and like shifts into a bear and like lands on the ground, like raises the one paw and like waves and goes barreling He's off really back in the direction. It's not good for his knee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have to hug him anymore. I don't <laughs> so either. I hope not. <clears throat> um, at this point, the driver uh, kind of turns back over his shoulder and goes, uh, you're, you're ready? You ready to go in? Ready as we'll ever be. At this point, Dimitri actually notices <laughs> your character and is like- Do you, were, you, were you weirded out by the bear and you look to the cat to be yeah. like, hey, isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Uh, okay. Hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Are you aware, cat? No, I, I'm a cat 24 seven. Oh, I'm, right. or a cat, yeah. I mean, we call it tabaxi, but it, oh, okay. I understand the, I understand the confusion that happens frequently. I'm not from around here. Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, far off land, very far. And this just, is uh, your- Still just right over there. First time leaving? Uh, yes. Yep. F- first adventure. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've dabbled. Yeah, a- amateur stuff. How, how many how many contracts have you done? <clears throat> contracts zero. I mean, how many I've contracts heard many you? giant rats from sellers. <clears throat> Pest control. Yes. Sometimes wear rats. That's more of a um, a um. Negotiation. There might be plenty of were rats <laughs> in the cellar. We don't know. They're a little gamey. <laughs> uh, you guys hear a strange noise coming from the driver, and you're not sure if he's laughing or crying. <laughs> um, but he uh, kind of 
pulls the horses to a little bit of stop, and he turns around, not as fully as uh, your previous companion did, but just sort of like, you know, one shoulder over, goes, look, uh, it's going to get bad. You're going to need all help you can get. So um, uh, here, take take these. Uh, he reaches in and pulls out two vials of what looks like liquid mercury. He hands them and goes, uh, you might want to coat a couple of weapons in these. Uh, it uh, helps with, you know, the things that go bump in the night. They do not like the silver or the radiance or anything uh, of good. Um, Mechanically, you may take these vials, and this will allow you to take any two weapons of your collection, and you may make them silvered weapons. Yeah. I'm gonna hand permanently. I just carry a stick, so <laughs> yeah. Um, it's I, a very nice if stick. If you're doing. Yeah, I do yeah. more of the. Yeah, oh, oh absolutely. That was absolutely. great, 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 great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. just yell, Eldritch Blast, and things go Does off. it go off? I do have to yell. It. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but I do have to yell it. It's, it's the only way it works. I didn't. I did not know there was verbal components, but that makes sense <laughs> when you describe it like that. Okay. Um, uh, Christy, given that Yo. you are a ranger, I will, I will say for the purposes of this, because I like being weirdly benevolent, especially because I'm going through <laughs> such horrible things at you. Um, <laughs> you may, if you wish, silver your bow, if you want to have a range weapon, and then anything fired from your bow will have the silvered property. I will accept that. Yeah. You're so gracious. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel less bad as I look at the CRs of uh, things that you might encounter at some one. point. They're yeah. level one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's level one house. Yeah, it's level one house. Totally Nothing, everything should be very easy. I have plenty of hit points. And you're level six. <laughs> it's so, you're so beefy compared to people who mostly run this game. Um, uh, the driver looks and goes, uh, okay, um, anybody need to say last goodbyes or leave Will? I can take back with me, otherwise, uh, here we go. Right, yeah, and he like whips the horses who immediately like whinny and just take off barreling into the mists. Um, it's a little bit startling uh, because it seems like there should be more concern for trees. You have been going into an increasingly thicker forest and it's almost like the trees just evaporate and there is nothing but dark and fog, and suddenly you burst out the other side, um, and you find yourselves in the darkened outskirts of a village. Everything is dark, everything is eerily still and quiet, except for this sort of pulsing wall of fog and mist that is now behind you. Um, the horses seem very uncomfortable and silent. Uh, and the driver turns and looks at you and goes, right, okay, uh, welcome to Barovia. It looks like a fabulous town if I could see it through the mist. <laughs> uh, don't worry, it's sort of like, uh, you get used to it eventually, or not. You have the, the map. I do have the map. Flip around. <laughs> which 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 entrance? Oh, we, uh, we're, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
great, great. We're okay. So we're right here. So we need to go um that way. Uh, I was told by uh, Leon before picking you up that perhaps best place to start is uh, evil magic house. That's top yeah. of the to-do yeah. list. Yes. Yes. Uh, most people uh, start there because it lures them there with trap. Uh, is trap whole thing trap everything trap. Uh, kind of everything down here is a trap because the Lord of the Domain is kind of a dick um, and just likes to lure people here to play with for his amusement. Uh, he used to like house, then did not like house so much. Felt like it was impinging on territory of trap or something like that. I don't know. Very confusing. I don't go to house. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, head up uh, main road uh, off to side. It's like third house on the right. Once you get past the, the creepy well with the like creaky bucket that uh, looks like it's going to probably have a small child in it. Like when you go to look in it? Yeah, like you look in and there is like creepy drowned child that maybe like tries to reach up and grab in, you. In the well, in not the bucket. In the, oh, in it's the, a normal bucket. Okay. I mean, yeah. it could be in bucket too. Was could be half child in bucket. Was family of I think that's here works. for a while. Half child, half bucket. Not the small a, full oh, bucket, where, half child. Where bucket? Where bucket? Where child, actually. Where, they're the oh, trickiest. Yeah. So there is a well and then there is a small child well inside of it. <laughs> Also possible. Again, do not go there that often. I uh, run people through and then I go drink at bar. Don't drink the water. Right. Uh, also, here it says do not eat the pies. But I love pies. Don't oh, definitely eat. do not eat pies. Don't um, eat what you didn't specific bring. Specific pies or? Um, anything given to you by kindly old woman who seems to want to help you sleep is not what you think it is. Probably full of people. Like what type of people? Are people gaming? Are <laughs> no. <laughs> it's oh, so they're, they're very delicious. In the, uh, well, it depends. it depends on your taste, I suppose, and the preparation. I, I have they it. do very good slow braids. I have not tried them because, you know, not cannibal. But uh, you do you, honestly. Um, you gotta do what you gotta do. Anyway. That's my companion. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you also do suddenly look over and you realize that this whole time the like pile of burlap sacks that uh, Bramble Pelt has been holding <clears throat> on is actually uh, alive. Would you like to describe your companion? My <laughs> companion is adorable little Drake. This is Sunfern, everybody. Um, not your traditional Drake name, I know. When we were bonded, we went through the full Jellicle ceremony and um, they took a, a, a proper tabaxi name. Uh, you guys see just like a little like dragon head sort of pops up and nuzzles Bramble Pelt and then yeah. eyes you all a little suspiciously. She typically doesn't bite unless like, if you drop barbecue sauce on yourself, you're that's it, you're done. But um, other than that, a good friend to all. And you oh. see a, a, a nice little uh, um, flamey, yeah. flamey looking oh. guy. Oh, yeah. so, very good, very good. A little, Dimitri starts looking around for barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, okay, good. No we'll barbecue absolutely sauce. just offer some bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, um, I don't really have uh, additional good gear, but I do have like lots of small condiment packets in trunk in back. If you want any for any reason, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe take salt. Salt is good against evil things. So, that's true. much appreciated. Yeah. 
Just is use there barbecue a, sauce a, a church nearby? Um, there is church in next town over. Uh, is yes. very cursed. <laughs> but house priority. Uh, also, uh, like convent with abbot. Also, bad guy. Cursed. Likes to uh, likes to uh, make flesh golem. Ugh. People down here have weird hobbies. I'm just saying. Hmm. Is very good. If you survive long enough, though, is very good winery down on like far end of Barovia. We can celebrate there. Soil gets enriched after a fire. You know, it's yeah. a whole, it's a whole thing. It, I, I get it. I see it. They have a very unique fermentation process. Yeah. Very cold anger. Very cold wine. Very good. Uh, right. If uh, if I cannot uh, help with anything else, uh, absolutely grabbing salt. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for uh, riding uh, Vistani Express. I have been your driver, Sven. Uh, please leave five stars if you make it out alive and have an opportunity to post review. Definitely taking some barbecue sauce. <laughs> As- I'll give the taxi service a quick five stars, <laughs> just in case. You pull out your sending stone, <laughs> and like, there is absolutely no signal. No, all beans. Yeah, just write on some parchment, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, much appreciated. Um, all right, well, um, good luck. I hope you do not die uh, painfully or horribly. Uh, I'm... Thank you. As to you. Uh, you all are able to dismount from the wagon. Uh, Sven gives you sort of a, a nod, uh, makes a little hand gesture that um, certainly Eo and uh, and Agonar recognize as sort of like a like a blessing, little genuflection, um, and he turns the horses around and rides back through the mists. Okay. As he <laughs> as he goes away. <clears throat> oh great! There's this not verbal armature. And Dimitri just kind of you know subtly like does some hand movement, and a, a burst of thunderous sounds happens in the distance as he's like, "Don't die!" <laughs> um, as he casts thunderclap. <laughs> you see the horses rear and the lightning flashes. You're like, I don't remember having lightning in this spell previously. That's concerning. <clears throat> and now you are here in Barovia. Now okay. is is Barovia the the town or or the country? The greater name of the realm, but not. Everything in the mist. Is Barovia. There's, it is Barovia and village of Barovia. Yes. There's also, I believe, new Barovia and old Barovia in the outskirts. I, I have seen shirts for Barovia, Barovia. Uh, yes, Broadway, very, yeah, very good. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> I've seen the shirt. It is a, it is a, a human heart. <clears throat> it's a, a human heart Barovia. Yes. New birds dropping next to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
Uh, are you going to proceed further into the village or do you just want to stay in here? The choice truly is up to you. Um, I... <laughs> We're not getting any younger. Mm, no. Yeah. Happy to move on. I, there may be rats in the basement and I think that my specialty has been proven. I, said. I see a great light in you. You should be the first one through the door. Oh, thank you. Very good. Very good. We're Let's gonna get along it. great. Yes. I will, I, as warlock, I love being in front. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, right. you just kind of, you, you feel a soft wave of like, pink and blue in the back of your mind, in the back of your vision that you know is essentially asking you the question, um, how doomed are we exactly? Absolutely doomed. <laughs> uh, Numbers do not go that you, high. You, you get a nice- They finish preparations for you in case, right? <clears throat> they, they... Um, yeah, you get, you, get a, you get a wash of like purple um, that sort of reminds you of the color of the cloak that the, um, the 12 year old you've been mentoring back home uh, has. And uh, you know, it's, it's a soft purple cloak that is kind of the same color as what your necklace clothes, the soft purple starlight. Okay. Um, but yeah, you sort of get get a push of that. Uh, you guys just see that like uh, his eyes just like start glowing with all of these weird swirling colors for a moment, and then it just kind of goes away. <laughs> to the house. Is that new? What? The eye. Oh, oh no! I was just I'm I'm sorry. I was talking to. Not someone. new. Oh. Not new. Great. Not new. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us know if somebody else starts talking to you. Okay. <laughs> if someone else starts talking, there's a much bigger problem than this house. Uh, house? Um, in, Into the square right at the <clears throat> third, third house yeah. on the right. Yeah, that one. Hello house, let's do this. You start to make your way deeper into the village. Um, if this village were <coughs> on the material plane and it were daylight and there were, you know, happy peasant children running around playing and, you know, bakers <coughs> and merchants selling their wares, it would be very sweet. It would be very pleasant. That, however, is not the case. It is some strange version of perpetual twilight in this place. The mists sort of like wisp and wind with a mind of their own around your feet and along the paths, and all of the houses seem just too dark, too still. There is no lights coming from behind the shutters. There is no sense of life in this place. You make your way to the square, you pass by the well, which does indeed look haunted as fuck. Um, it looks like the little Snow White wishing well uh, decked out for Halloween with cobwebs and broken slats on the little cover. Um, and you start to kind of continue following the directions and you suddenly hear a sound up ahead. Sounds like a child snuffling. <laughs> and you hear another voice go, Shh. Is this from the house that we are? 
It is in that direction. Certainly. I will lead the way. Um, as you continue forward, you suddenly see, sort of like standing to the side, not blocking the road, near these sort of scraggly shrubs that are some sort of hedgerow, um, two children. A little girl, maybe about 10 or 11, holding the hand of a much smaller boy who is uh, clutching uh, her hand and in the crook of his arm has like a little stuffed doll that he's kind of clinging. And with the other hand, he is doing that like kid sort of trying to like wipe his nose. You can see that he appears to be the one who's crying um, as she sort of is squeezing him like, shh, it's fine, it'll be fine. <gasps> can can uh, I interject real quick? Yeah. In this book, is there any mention of these two children? Uh, because this is D&D and we should probably roll dice at some point, uh, go ahead and roll me an investigation check uh, to see how quickly you find this information. Large we'll certainly get something. Green cursed die. Cannot go wrong. <laughs> oh. Investigation. 17. 17, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it takes you a second, probably because the first thing you flip to is like, see, for child, and then you go, wait a second. But you're able to flip through and you, uh, you do find uh, some notes and you find that several people who have, who were sort of spoken to having made it out of the mists in whatever degree they were able, uh, mentioned that one of the first things they encountered upon entering this village was two desperate children whose parents were trapped in the basement of a house with a monster. They hadn't seen them, they didn't know where they were, they were very worried about them. And after that, everything gets very strange. These children, you're pretty sure are not children. Because nothing after that, anyone who is recounting <coughs> these children, nothing they say after that makes any sense. Are they connected to the house in the book? Yes. Oh, oh, perfect, perfect, uh, child, child, hello, hello, child. Hello. Uh, uh, he hello. Hi, um, uh, hello, my name is Dmitry Tskorokova. I am here to make you an offer. Oh, oh an, an, an offer? Um, I'm sorry, where, um, uh, where are you, um, I'm sorry, where, uh, our parents told us to, to wait here for them to get back and then they haven't come back and, and they've, they've been down the basement for a really long time and they said we couldn't go in the basement because there are monsters in the basement and, uh, <laughs> I was hoping that maybe, maybe you could, you all could help us. We could go into a basement. Yeah, oh, there might be rats down there. I, I bet you rats have stolen your parents. Basement extraordinary. Yes. <clears throat> they are holding them ransom for 1,000 gold. I, I don't, I mean- Do you I, have 1,000 gold? Uh, no. no I mean, uh, 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 father has a great deal of gold and so does uh, mother, but we're not allowed to touch it because we're supposed to just, we're supposed to stay in the nursery. We're going to get in so much trouble if they find out we came out, but we got really scared that, that they hadn't come back. Could you show us which house? Um, you see the the girl who's the one speaking to you sort of nods, but is definitely kind of eyeing you a little <laughs> strangely. Um, but she sort of, you know, takes the hand of her little brother and like, uh, it's, it's this one right over here and starts walking up the path toward 
the did third the, house on the right. Did the briefing say anything about like the children being malicious and like like is this something that typically attacks is the children or um give me a history check. History. Not good. <laughs> uh eight. Eight. Um the children who are described in the notes as being the ones that people first encounter have never been described as malicious. The encounters with the children that are mentioned happening outside the house seem to always be the children are frightened or the children are desperate or like kind of the two keywords, but they never seem to be, they seem more in danger than dangerous. Very good. Uh, front door. Front door. Is the front door open? Um. Yeah. 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 You could. You can. You should be able to just go right in. Okay. That means she's gonna walk up to the door, open it. Hello, house. <laughs> house, are you there? Okay. He actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> this might be smoother than I thought. Actually. I have an offer, house. Um, you, uh, as you walk up, there is sort of this, like, front entrance area. Um, there's a wrought iron gate with hinges on one side and this big old lock, which was clearly unlocked. You were able to just push right through. Um, there are some oil lamps hanging from the ceiling above you that, uh, do that, that, like, spooky haunted house thing where, like, they were clearly burning at a very low level, and as you sort of push in, they, like, just a, just a little bit and lights up just a little bit. Um. Automatic. Uh, I'm sure that I'm looking at the right thing to just, uh, yeah. Um, as you step into this sort of, like, portico area and you see another doorway that leads into um, like the foyer just beyond. It's dusty, but I've seen worse. <laughs> You've seen worse than this house. Yes. Um, the uh, the little boy uh, is sitting there and kind of goes over toward you, Bramble Pelt, and kind of looks up and very quietly goes, Why is your friend talking to the house? If only I knew. <laughs> it could work. Are you gonna help our little brother and stop the monster and find her parents? We're gonna do our best. Do you happen to know exactly where your parents went? They said they had to go deal with the monster in the basement and we were supposed mm -hmm. to stay upstairs and they gave the baby to the nursemaid and told us all the way up in the attic. Where'd the nursemaid go? He looks at his sister who kind of looks at him and looks and goes, Probably the nursery, because she had the baby. So is the nursery upstairs? Okay. And your parents went downstairs? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Those are at opposite ends of uh -huh. the house? Okay. You seem a little uncertain about telling me that. Is there anything else that you might want to let me know about? 
she starts purring. (laughs) 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 Um, The little boy looks and goes, I don't know what the monster looks like, but I think it's really big and it makes a lot of howling noises. Oh, does it? You can hear them all the way up in the upstairs. Okay. Is it kind of, do you ever see any scratch marks or anything anywhere? I, in, in, in the, in the room with all the stuffed animals. Okay, is that your room? Or is no, that no, no, daddy's room. Daddy's room has all the stuff. Different no, kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Are we sure? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Maybe mommy and daddy just wanted some alone time. Went to the basement. No, no, when mommy and daddy want alone time, they don't go to the basement with the monsters. When mommy and daddy want alone time, they just say, shut up and go away. Mommy has a headache. I'm gonna bet mommy says that to daddy a lot too. Yeah, she does say it a lot to daddy. Ever since he went away and came back with the baby, she's had a lot of headaches. Oh, he went away and came back with a baby. Oh. (laughs) It's not, that's not how my folk do it, Mm -hmm. but who knows? Other folk are weird. Great. And how how long has has the baby been here? How how old is the baby? Is it like this big? Um, the the little boy kind of looks and 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 reaches with the free hand and pulls the doll out from under his arm and just sort of holds it up to you. Oh, okay. So you know. Cabbage patchy. Yeah, I was just saying, like, again, this is kind of a rough, like, you know, Mm -hmm. this is not a particularly realistic doll. It's more like a stuffed kind of muslin situation. But you would approximate, like, whatever this baby is under a year old. Did the baby know words? Like, you know words? Um, The little girl uh, speaks at this point and goes, no, it's a baby. (laughs) <laughs> baby didn't drink blood. Uh, the baby what? What? Um, I don't. I, I've heard sometimes babies drink blood. It's a figure of speech blood. where he's from. <laughs> See, like I come from a different place. He comes from a different place. So we're just trying to check our culture shock here. Did this baby look like you guys, or did it look a little different? Like, did it have? Little spiky teethies, like or... these. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody in the group is like, the cat and the orc are like, did it have like these? Did it have um, ears? Uh, Things up here. Got a pale yeah. complexion. Here. Not a lot of sunlight. Um, the little girl looks at you guys and sort of sort of furrows her brow not it's not necessarily like anger it's but it's like she is assessing this conversation very heartily now um the little boy uh you know kind of clutches his doll back and and kind of looks and he looks bewildered like he is baffled by the concept of this question um but then also but then also turns and tries to whisper to his sister clearly failing because you all are standing right there with them on the porch and goes, have I ever seen the baby? 
Um, and you see she kind of does like the mildest <laughs> little like gives slap on the back of the head, like shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and kind of just looks around at all of you and then just says, are you going to help us or not? No, no. We're, we're going to help. Yes, um, yeah, we will We will solve your problem is 100%. It okay. Is it better if we help mom and dad or, or baby? First, both will help both mm-hmm. if we can. I, the, I, I, I don't, I don't know, cause, mommy and daddy went down and said they were gonna take care of the monster, and they might still be taking care of the monster, cause we still hear the monster, but we haven't heard the nursemaid or the baby. How long have you been hearing the monster? We always hear the monster. Since you were a baby. The monster lives in the basement. So mommy and daddy keep us safe. So that's why we have to stay in the attic so we're as far away from the monster as possible. All right. You are free to go. <laughs> you can go. <coughs> Perhaps. Or... Perhaps wait out here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I, yeah, I don't want to go back inside until, until the monster's gone. Are we the first ones to help you? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, give me <clears throat> a give me an insight check as you ask that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I have that. Sixteen. Um there's, there's just that like brief sort of a beat before the little girl says, uh, you know, says, well, we, we, we've been upstairs and we just, we just came down because we didn't want to wait any longer and we were hoping someone could help us. And in that like brief flicker of a beat where she starts talking, you see this blink of almost like having to run the program of how do I answer this question? Shouldn't we get you back up to the attic so your mommy and daddy aren't? I don't want to go back inside. I don't want to go back inside. I will, we we'll stay. We can stay right here on the porch. We won't go anywhere. But I don't want to go inside. Okay. Well, then maybe we get the nursemaid down so you have a grown-up with you, and then we find mommy and daddy after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Then and then and then the nurse and the baby don't have to be in the house with the monster. And and sweetie, what's your name? Uh, Rosavalda. Rosavalda. Rosavalda, would you like some insurance against the monster? Very affordable. (laughs) Term life. (laughs) What do you you mean? What do you mean? It'll ward it away. So if it tries to come out, it won't. As long as you stay here with this. I don't want it to come out. I don't want it to come outside. <clears throat> I'll just pull out a candle. Okay. Light it. Just hold that. Uh, she looks at it, does not reach her hand out, and says, you can set it down there. Points to a spot on the porch. But then you won't... We'll stay right by it. See, but this candle's special. It doesn't just get its light from the flame. Gets it from who's holding it. Uh, 
the little boy like looks up at her and is it's definitely that like what are you gonna do face um and she sort of looks and just goes hey so if you see the monster you can pick it up Uh, you set the candle down? Yeah, I'll set the candle down at the uh, step. She kind of drags the little brother and goes over and just kind of like stands by it and just watches you guys. We've now gotten into, they are, they are now in like full like creepy staring child mode. <laughs> you know, in case they weren't already creepy. Yeah, that's just kid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back in 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Maybe an hour fifteen. <clears throat> I imagine somewhere in there, I will probably want to take an hour rest. <laughs> in, in the house. In, yes. In this house with the monster and the how nanny. Do we, how do yes. we get up? Probably to between the monster and the nanny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go all the way up the stairs. It's just one big staircase goes all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Normal inside, there's, no other. There's big stairs, and then there's the little stairs for the last floor. Uh, okay. Does it look like we okay. could get in from the outside? Everything, much like all the other houses you've passed, like all of the windows seem to be like closed and shuttered. So, you know, mm -hmm. you could try to like scale a wall and open it, but you have no guarantee that you would be able to like open the window from the outside. Have you eaten recently? Okay. All right. Stay here. We'll be back soon. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hand her a barbecue packet. Uh, well, and I'll set it. I'll, I'll set it by the. Uh, I'll set it by, uh, set it by the, the candle, and then look. Sunburn. It's closed. It's open. She's like, yeah. Actually, that's actually a good. Um, um, roll, roll me a. Sniffing. Like an insight check for sunburn, I guess. What would Sunburn do? Ain't that. Need a bumper question. sticker. WWSFD. <laughs> so true. Uh, 11? 11. Um, even with uh, an 11, like, Sunburn, like, kind of sniffs when the barbecue packet comes out, mm -hmm. and then just sort of makes, like, a little bit of a, like, face. It, it kind of, like, looks at you, <laughs> okay. and, like, looks at the kids, and looks at you, and it's it's definitely the, like, oh, that ain't right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah, Bramble Pout's like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. To the up. Yep. Up. Up first. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, you all... Do we close the door behind us? <laughs> it, um... All right, we can ask. Do you want to just keep the door open so you can see? Maybe well, maybe you should keep the front door open, but close the gate so that if the monster gets out, it, it doesn't, doesn't come get out. out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll go close the gates. Yeah, you close the iron gates, so you know you're the kids are basically like on the porch, um, and you're able to kind of close this gate, which closes off this little like entryway, and then the doors beyond lead into what looks like this sort of first like hall foyer sort of section. Um, as you all 
enter. Uh, let's uh, real quick go ahead and hit me your minis so we can start tracking. Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna throw. Yeah, just do a yeet. Yeet. Oh, <laughs> that's where you get to be. <laughs> I'm in the dining room already. I would appreciate a combat where it's just kind of like throwing everybody at the board yeah. and be like, that's where you that's start, that's, that's it. Yeah. Everyone get a Beyblade for their character. Yes! Oh, everything should be Beyblades. <laughs> I know I'm cheating the rules of this, but I'm gonna just say the Zenfern can be like up under your feet and you guys can be occupying the same space okay. for the time being. Almost like I've got a little, <laughs> yeah, a little steed. Yeah, but you all are kind of closer in uh, into this first area. So there's this outer port, additional port, portico is what they call it in the book. Um, and then you sort of enter into this main hallway. Um, hanging on the wall uh, is a shield emblazoned with a coat of arms, a uh, stylized golden windmill on a red field, and it is flanked by framed portraits of a bunch of very stodgy looking rich people. Very old, very dusty. Um, you're not really sure what exactly like the fashion vibes are here in Barovia, but you're pretty sure that these are like generations old, right? The ancestors of the manse, if you will. Um, and you can see directly across from you, another set of doors that will presumably continue <clears throat> into the house. I, uh, is it dusty? Is it, uh, it feels like it should be dusty, but it isn't really. It seems pretty, pretty kept. I'm going to wave my hand in front of one of the portraits. And, uh, and then pick one up. <laughs> Uh, it comes off the wall. You've got a very heavy, large oil piece portrait now. Put it down on the ground. Is there, like, any markings or just... Just wall. Rub my hand on the wall. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Ooh, 18. It's a wall. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, house. House, it knows we're here. Okay. Well, it has not yet surrendered, so it clearly does not know that I am. You haven't asked it to surrender. You ah, just said hello. Right. It, it is implied. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I. I mean, that's how we do things down in my <laughs> land. And pick up on the nuance. Yes. Um, house, please surrender. It is still. I think it's silent. resisting. Right. There is. The, I mean, the house knows there is the easy way and there is the hard way. Doesn't seem to be giving up. Oh. All right. I'm just gonna push for time. You uh, shove your way through and uh, make your way into the next part of the house. Uh, as you open these double doors. Um, you see a wide hall that runs the width of the house with a black marble fireplace on one end and a sweeping red marble staircase at the other. Mounted on the wall above the fireplace is a long sword with a windmill cameo worked into the intricacies of the hilt. Um, and the wood panel walls are ornately sculpted with images of vines, flowers, <laughs> nymphs, and satyrs. Windmill? <laughs> um, Imagery. Yes. 
you. It's in the pie section. Oh, I was in the wrong. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you flip through and you see you see that there is a note. Sorry, I have to see if I can find the correct <laughs> flavor text to read you. Um, it's in here. I just have to remember where because layouts. The wind powers a mill, which uh, then mills yeah. there's a, small items. Yeah, there's an entry that explains how windmills work. Um, how it's I can tell you what's in the windmill. <laughs> wind. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you, you <laughs> mills. That's how they make wind. <laughs> uh, you find that's how they build that say that the house belongs to the Durst family, who seem to also own land elsewhere in Barovia. Uh, including a wind. That is the information that you have in the book currently. It's in one of these sections. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. Um, the, you know, as brave windmill fighters, as you know, always, always gotta get their swords. <laughs> Is there a fire Trusty going in the Steve? fireplace? Steve? Yes. Steve? yes. Is it warm? Yeah. To a relative degree of warmth. It does not feel as much like a fire as you would expect it to. It, it is giving off some sort of ambient warmth, but it it is, it is almost more like being near an illusion of a bonfire mm -hmm. or something where like it, the warmth might be in your head. And to drop a piece of paper into the um, it sort of, you know, gets eaten up, but it almost looks more like it is magically disintegrated than burned. Still disintegrated. Question, do we want hmm. to clear floors as we go, or do we just want to get the attic <laughs> over with and, and work our way back? I mean, I think down. if we can go straight up, that would be great in case we need to take a couple extra naps along the way. <laughs> Find a bed. Yeah, um, we can yeah. we can worry about clearing a bedroom when it comes okay. to it. I, now that we have a few doors away from the children, we're all in agreement they're ghosts, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just want to make 10. that sure. The house is reached now extends beyond its walls. So we really mm. need to not botch this. They were very far away, now that you mention it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm no, you can't. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that a bathroom? And then I was like, that's <laughs> not this game. <laughs> I believe it's a water closet. <laughs> WC. Yeah, fun fact, I don't think there actually are any bathrooms in, in that the house. Whole house. I, they I have an outhouse out back. I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I lied. There is one bathroom in the house, but it's not on this floor. And there the is basement. only one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's you tell me there's indoor plumbing? Yes. That's a Chamber whole plumbing. new problem. <laughs> oh my god, we're going to have to drain the whole system. <laughs> Flush these pipes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh no. We know it's haunting the house now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bring the paranormal home inspectors, the TTRPG. Oh, my greatest dream. 
I like how I was like, I'm gonna make this really spooky and serious, and immediately <clears throat> that went out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You no. got the crew to absolutely um, destroy that mission. <laughs> red marble is a choice. I just have to say. Yeah, it's pretty aggressive, <laughs> honestly. Uh -huh. um, yeah, this room, um, while the like the hall feels like it should be like pretty light and airy, it's got like pretty high ceilings. This is meant to be like a grand entrance hall, but it feels very dark because you have this insane like this black marble fireplace, this red marble staircase, and then all of these dark paneled walls with all of this like crazy like carving and mural painting on the sides. So there's not really any like everything is very much. There is not really a break in the much that is happening in this space. Mm -hmm. Up the stairs to the top. Up we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes? Yep. Okay. I was just looking at my character sheet because I okay. haven't looked uh, at it. I, pop I will on. like prep my shield as we go along. Oh, Sorry, I have um, to make sure that I'm looking at the correct, that I'm putting the maps down in the correct order. With the correct in for. I was gonna say, are you are you leading up our charge? Oh, I was kind of waiting for everyone else to go. Oh, okay. Well, whoever's in front, I'm just gonna be a little tap on the back and be like, good luck as you give guidance to whoever decides to <laughs> be in the it? front. Do I'll I'll take it. Okay, you get that. I'm, all right. I'm with you. Um, you all head up the stairs. My very classy claw of God. Wow. Hey, appreciate that guidance. You know I have guidance. I got your back because yeah, you... I'm 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 in the back. Yeah, guidance back. To you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. 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 <laughs> Mutual aid is what we call that. Yep. Yep. Um, make your way up to the second floor. Do we um, all have guidance? Do you also have guidance? I don't okay. have guidance. Okay. Well, <laughs> we all just wasn't slapping each other. <laughs> <laughs> just like group hugs and like taps guidance to their left. Somebody gets lit up with light. That's <laughs> yeah. all I have. That's uh, what we want to be a beacon in the darkness. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Forgive me for a moment. I'm checking because it looks like we might be buffering a little bit. Nope. Okay, we see. Uh, two. I got a two. Sorry, I just glanced down and was like, that doesn't seem correct. Um, you, as you come up the staircase to the second floor, because um, I might as well read some of the flavor text at least. You know, uh, you uh, make your way into the upper hall. Uh, Oil, unlit oil lamps are mounted on the walls of this elegant hall, hanging above the mantel. Let me confirm. <clears throat> I think this is the correct. That's uh, like a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just double checking to make sure I'm yeah. waiting for the correct one. There's a lot of rooms in this house, weirdly enough. So many armors. Great. Hmm. Um, Family yes. of five. Yeah. Multiple story house. Yeah. Mm. Hanging above Man. the mantelpiece is Iron a picket fence. <laughs> wood framed portrait of the Durst family. It has a little name placard underneath to make it oh. easy to identify people. Um, you see Gustav and Elizabeth Durst with their two smiling children who look like the children you were just talking to outside, but perhaps in a happier time, at least for them. Uh, it's the baby. The father is sitting in a chair, uh, cradling a swaddle 
of what you presume would be Could a baby. Be. And the mother is sort of standing behind the chair with like one hand on the back of the chair and just has this look of utter contempt and disdain sort of directed toward the father. Gustav is sitting, he's like directed like straight out at the painter. Um, and then the children are flanking him on either side with like a hand you know, on the arm of the chair, that very like, hello, we are the perfect little family. And uh, there's, you're, you're getting some vibes from this thing. Um, standing suits of armor flank wooden doors on each of the walls. Each suit of armor clutches a spear and has a visored helm shaped like a wolf's head. Aww. The uh, doors are carved with dancing youths. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you turn, you can see the red marble staircase continues up to another floor. So a lot of red marble. Covers the blood. So expensive. It is, I mean, have we done a little scratch test on this bad boy? Maybe that's white marble. <laughs> Scratch my axe just across the way. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. no, I uh, All of Bramapelt's fur just immediately on <laughs> <laughs> And uh, makes a little like <laughs> kind of hissing noise as you just scratch <laughs> along. Um, no, it's, it's red marble. Uh, that may be worse, <laughs> actually. I'm so sorry I've had that confirmed on <laughs> so many levels. <laughs> Um, look at all these suits of armor. We don't want to like lop any heads off just in case, do we? Yes. Oh, they're, yes. yes. I mean, they're they're absolutely yes. about to attack. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> no, I... at, at minimum, I would like four spears to throw something else in this house. <laughs> Touche. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Do we do this? Do we, uh... Four spears. Yeah. Four spears. Okay. Just all right. Do this? Take a Eldritch step blast over to this one, one and then just smash <laughs> one on the other side. Uh, Sure, roll me. Is that a, that's an attack roll? Yeah, go ahead and roll me an attack roll. Okie dokie. Blast. And I, I would love to just step across the hall and just Sweet. Yeah, go ahead. Right in the other Ooh, I thought we were 24. just going to take the spears. I didn't realize. <laughs> um, I mean, they're going to be mad if we just try to take the spears. I feel uh, like they're yeah, also 16. going to be mad if we try and... 24. Um, you both, uh, with great ease and dexterity, uh, swing into or blast into your respective suits of armor. Uh, the one hit by the Eldritch Blast just like up against the wall and then sort of like crumples in pieces to the floor as you have struck sort of the inner structure. Uh, meanwhile, you just walk up to this next one and just swing into it and like clack, 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 onto the floor. Uh, now you have two disassembled suits of armor collapsed. Maybe that was a little hardcore. I don't know. Um, anyway. Making a statement. Yeah. We should probably finish. Yeah. Okay, yeah no, no, I fully agree. Kaplow, kaplow. You now have four deconstructed suits of armor. Uh, well, the house knows we're here now. Oh, it's known the entire time. Um, and only a small chance they reassemble into one giant eight-limbed beast now. <laughs> Take their weapons. We can deal with it. If they're forced into hand-to-hand, -hand, it'll be 
easier. Hand to hand to hand. Yeah, to hand to hand to hand. hand, hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, happily taking four spears. Yeah, you can go ahead and uh, make a note of card, please. That I will. All that GP. I don't know if I have that. <laughs> you don't have the four spears. Were spears. Not on my list. I will draw some spears. Yeah, I was to say we, we can <clears> do art time. Uh, were they, we do have here. colored pencils all over this table. Yeah. Yeah. Shields or uh, any... Uh... So we'll make sure to take a photo of the table um, and post in our Discord so you can see what's been going on out of frame. It's delightful. It's a real arts and crafts day over here at QNC. I just had a very Blue's Clues moment. I was like, oh, we're gonna start with a line for the handle. I just want like a like a little diamond at the top. You should roll the kids I'm with you. I'm keep these great. out here. Yeah. Okay, a little spear. Some spear. spears for all the stuff. We just start pillaging the whole place. Um, well, my portrait. Uh, well, now that you have defeated the completely inanimate armor um, and retrieved your bounty. Love, 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 love. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a break. Nap. Yeah, nap. Long rest. <laughs> um, you are all murdered in your sleep by the rats that come over the pantry and gnaw you to death. Oh, um, it was the rats the whole time. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, anything else you want to do in this hallway? This floor is clear. Yeah, we did one. <laughs> Team building. <laughs> um, well, What's in this door? <laughs> no, we're going up, we're going up. <laughs> it's about to open it. Okay. Um, while you're standing by the door, uh, not quite opening it, everyone goes, no, 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 get into the floor. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check though, just for the funsies. Because mm. I want to be able to read this. Giant green die. This cursed die is doing really well for you so far tonight. Thanks, Lil. Yeah. Wild. You, as you kind of look at this door and everyone's like, wait, 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 wait. And you're like, oh yeah. You look and you suddenly realize that what you thought carved under the store were like a bunch of like, Youth. you know, youths dancing, like, you know, <sighs> whatever. You now realize they're not actually like dancing. They are uh, violently attempting to swat away a swarm of bats that is attacking them. And the looks on their face is not the ecstasy of some spring shenanigans. It is pure and unmitigated terror as these uh, beasts are descending upon them. Cool. Lovingly carved with very specific detail. The Sesame Street Batty Bad song just like <laughs> came into my head and I have nothing else to contribute to this conversation at the moment until that finishes. Oh. Demetrius is gonna go and look and see like, is it into the wood? Is it like something that can be like, off oh, and this is this is carved like these are like solid slabs of mahogany that have been carved and then made into doors. Artisan work right there. Why the artist? Okay. Really strong design choice. Wolfheads here. Yeah. Bats. And windmills. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need not the yet. mystery board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clues, clues, three clues is not. The parents are a werewolf, a werebat, and they're in the windmill. Oh, I thought you were saying, and a windmill. <laughs> Baby's a windmill. <laughs> oh, we haven't seen the baby. Maybe it's just a tiny windmill. 
it's gotta be it. That's why mom is so irritated because dad, uh, dad keeps treating it like it's real, and she's like, oh my God, <laughs> you're as blind as a bat. <laughs> the model back on the train table. Um, are you continuing upstairs? Yes, yes please. Shop. <laughs> From our gift shop. Go put it back. No one can buy it. This is a significantly better module already. Before <laughs> <laughs> what I created. Um, you all continue. super serious gift shop oh, portion. Uh-huh. Ooh, a tiger. Um, we don't get to go normal. This does not necessarily have to be a marching order. I'm just getting you all on there. Um, as okay. you come to the top of these stairs, <laughs> I finally get to break down. Oh, <gasps> oh another statue. Hail, traveler. Uh, yeah, the other ones weren't actually important at all. Yeah. That's why they didn't get figurines. Whereas yeah. this guy, we're going to be like, hi, buddy. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> we'll yeah. see you in a bit. We'll um, get you on the way down. Here, you come to a dusty balcony with thick with cobwebs and dust motes kind of floating in the air around you. Um, and you see one singular, very large suit of armor standing uh, before you on this landing. Um, more of these crazy paneled walls that are carved with what appear to be woodland scenes of trees and falling leaves and little little critters. That's actually what it says. And tiny critters. Great. Oh. So spooky. Um, yeah. That is what you come upon as you come up to this third floor. Excuse me, sir. Um, you have heard what we have done to your compatriots downstairs. I suggest you just let us move on into the attic. Thank you. I believe tradition dictates what we have to do. Uh. <laughs> On three or on one? Tradition! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> oh no, that's a one. <gasps> Why? Cursed. That was oh, 20. Yeah. Why? I don't really <laughs> I'm really afraid of what everybody's rolling now. Um, oh, his cursed. I'm 16. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, cool. 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 20. 23. Oh, I don't know what my initiative is. <laughs> you can just make it up, I don't care. No, I am. Um, <laughs> 45! Yeah, uh, uh, C. One of my favorite <laughs> jokes was uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan on a podcast <clears throat> being like, I rolled a 30 for initiative, and one of the other players going, you know the die only has 20 sides on it, right? And he was like, yeah, 30. Um, yeah. Uh, 20 to 15. 16, and you had a... 14. 14. Remember who's in what hand. Three. Great. Um, I, uh. <laughs> yeah, based on the reading of this, uh, it knew it knew you guys were probably coming. So uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let yeah, you have a surprise round. Made, you made so much noise. noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was tempted, I was like, oh, you did. I'm like, no, no, it was waiting for you. Um, it just didn't want to be the first to swing. Uh, great. Um, uh, Antana. Maybe, maybe yeah. the house isn't even evil after all. I'm just going <laughs> to sigh heavily <laughs> and uh, shillelagh and just shillelagh and smack. Shillelagh and smack. Cool. Go ahead and make that attack roll. Uh, 13? Will not 
do it. Well, damn. It's made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you get just like a like a like a weird sort of like wash of like bummed out red in the back of your mind. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, and that's gonna be Agonar with Bramble Pelp on deck. I'm gonna finish that axe swing. Yeah, do it. I've committed. This is the follow through. Okay. I'll step over into the corner of doors. You know, that seems safe. Yeah. Right over here. Yeah. Ooh, mm. I uh, did not get a good step for that. <laughs> Nine. Um, but with gusto. It's a very impressive swing. It does just totally whiz by this armor. Like you get the full like helmet turn, like following the swing and then just kind of cut back to you. It's moving on its own. <laughs> um, anything else? <laughs> no, I'll be good for now. <laughs> be good for now. Bramble Pelt. Um, yeah, Bramble Pelt is gonna do a little thorn whip. Um, and... Pop, pop. Five, so that is an 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Yeehaw. 2d6. For six damage. Ow. Owie. Of the piercing variety. Um, and I believe this creature, I do not recall if you mentioned its size. Um, this would be medium. Great, we're going to pull him a little bit off of that wall. Cool. Would you say like f like five feet uh, to you? Yeah, or? I don't want to pull it the full 10 feet. <laughs> I don't want to be up close and personal. Um, you're gonna pull him here and I'm gonna say, since that is removing him from your threatened area, <clears throat> that you may take an opportunity attack. I will happily take that gift. Yeah. <laughs> And squander it. Um, I was gonna say it's almost like I sometimes eight, know how to play the eighteen. We'll hit. <laughs> Big whopping eight points of damage from a silvered yeah. great hex. Noise. Yeah. Choppy, choppy, choppy. Cool. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. All right, <coughs> that is the arbor's turn. Um. It is going to, I have to see what it does. Um, it is going to, it really wants to hit you, but it doesn't want everybody else to hit it. So it is just gonna start swinging generally. And I'm gonna say it's gonna take first swing on Eo. That implies at least a second swing. It does. <laughs> um, Thanks else? for pulling it right to me. Sorry, I'm checking the things. Um, I think uh, armor. You um, were so excited about that it. Yes. Going to hit Eo for five. Five. Thank you. And then it's going to take its second swing. Um, I'm going to. I arbitrarily put people in this order, so I will say that you could be behind Bramble Pelt <clears throat> if you would like yep. to have been behind. Seems, seems right. Okay, then it's just going to swing at you because you're there. Yep. Um, and that is going, that is also going to hit you for another five as this thing just like, and when I say sweet, it looks like it should have a sword and you suddenly realize it's like holding like it's only sword and it's just then just wham with its fist. Like it's just like slapping yeah. you with this massive metal gauntlet. <clears throat> um, cool, and that is gonna bring us to Dimitri. Oh my, since, since you are here, hello and welcome. Uh, time to make, 
dexterity save. As a sacred flame. Kendrick. Um, 14? Uh, no. Okay. It is 15. Oh, I see. I was like, <laughs> try scan. Um, um, Ren so kindly actually filled out the trackers for me and I'm so unused to actually having information that I forget to look. A one and a two. A two and a one. For three. More, damage. more than zero. Uh, hello. Uh, I am going to look at my bonus actions. <laughs> I don't. Oh man, burning spell slots already. Um, I'm a, I'm a terrible warlock. I'm gonna misty step out of there. You have to say, what's the worst wow. that could happen after you beat this? You're clearly done, right? Um, uh-huh. You might know. Instead, I'm going to armor of Agathis myself. <laughs> that might be a bit. And then stand there and go, hey, bro. Come back at me. <laughs> yeah, that's your turn. Okay, yeah, we're gonna hit it again, hopefully. Um, you all you all see a little glow almost like starlight that forms like little tweety birds. No, we're around. not we're you not going to hit. It's fine. Okay. Uh, you know I you know I I take that back. Uh, Armor Vagant, this is not a uh, bonus action. Oh, I'm done. Oh, that's a really good point. You you stand there and you and you think you activated it, say commit everyone, then suddenly realize that you didn't actually uh, use the right components. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, uh, why am I not cold? Yeah. This should be cold. This should be ice. Yeah, that's that's not how this normally works. Um, anything else, Yatana? No. Uh, Agonar, that's your turn. Um, I'll go ahead and step on over and take another whack at it. Bam. And I will roll my first one. Oh no! For a grand total of who cares? <laughs> um. Hey. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. Uh. Yeah. You you try to swing. Um. Eo. Uh. Please give me a dexterity save. <laughs> you don't trust it. Well, Aelin didn't do much better. Uh, <laughs> uh, 10. 10. Uh, great. You. Hit me. Uh, do not take damage because Agnar like, swings back and realizes like you have overshot, you miss it, and you're going towards, you know. So he doesn't hit you, but in order to avoid getting hit, you are going to go prone as you sort of jump back and stagger and are on the ground. Because this is the hyper-deadly game, y'all, so natural ones do bad things. Yay! Cool. Uh, that's going to bring us, I guess, to Bramble Pelt. Um, cool, 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 cool. That's gone really good for all of my friends. Um, we are going to go ahead and hit that thorn whip again. That went pretty okay last time. Oof. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That will hit. Damn. And then we're going to do that. Uh, so that's six damage. And I forgot that I have a companion that can actually do hits last round. Um, and <laughs> you turn around. Me. Like, Get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I can add. Uh, infused strike, I can add a little fire damage to my attack. Uh-huh. Uh, for an extra one fire damage. Bad die. 
If anybody needs the jail, it's over on the shelf. I can get it for you. <clears throat> or we can put it all in the force cage. We're gonna have too many. Yeah, yeah we're just gonna pile yeah. them in the force cage. We're just gonna cool. let them all think about what they did together. Right. Um, anything else for you or for Sumford? Uh, I am still far enough away. Uh, I can, I, I don't know if there's enough space for me to like move this guy, like bash him against the wall or something to get him further away from um, Cheryl, who is prone. Oh. Can I yank him to the side? I will say, just within like rules of spacing, like you can't really pull him, like it's just too tight of an area. Right. But I like the flavor of that because you did roll so high on your attack roll. Go ahead and roll me a d4 for some additional, like smack him into the wall damage. Wall damage, four. Four. Okay. Four wall damage. Four wall damage. My favorite kind. Okay. Uh, that was uh, that is now its turn. Um, it is going to uh, turn around and it is going to take its first slam at Agnar. That is very much going to hit. That is a nineteen on the die. Yup. Um, trying to remember to check because some of y'all nerds might have shield and that might matter sometimes. I have a physical shield. Um, <laughs> some of us still put those things up. Five damage to Agonar. And then I'm just gonna roll a d4 to see who it swings at next. Cause that just seems more fair. Bah. Uh, it's gonna swing at Purple Pelt. How dare. It was cause of the wall damage. Uh, that is also going to hit five damage. <laughs> five damage for everyone! Yeah, Friends! Um, that's, I feel like it should be able to do more, but it can't, so that's what it does. And that's gonna bring us to Dimitri. Um, I think it's time to ring the bell. Okay. And cast all the dead. Yeah. It's wisdom, right? Yes, wisdom 15. Cool. Well, it was a 12 on the die, and with my negative four, it's definitely gonna fail. And it's been damaged? Uh, yes, has been damaged. Quite severely, actually. That is 18 points of bong damage. Um, Yowza. would you like to describe what it looks like as you absolutely <laughs> wreck this thing? Just uh, much like the armor downstairs, it just goes <laughs> crash, crash, and just through the ground. Yeah, you just hear, you all hear this like resounding ring and this thing just collapses. I kick it. <laughs> bonus action. <laughs> yeah, like bonus, I said. Bonus action, just kick it. You take one point of damage <laughs> as you Aragorn this uh, helmet and break your. You don't actually have to take that damage. Uh, oh, we're ready to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will uh, accidentally self influence our way right into the TPK. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's it's just so much funnier to damage you guys from <clears throat> dumb things instead of uh -huh. actual things. Yeah. Um, great. You have this pile of armor on the ground. Uh, you you're able to pick yourself back up and I will assist. dust off a little bit. At least I can do. Um, there's just this massive pile of armor on the ground. Now that you don't I'd like to investigate it. Dig through it. See if there's any. Yeah. Any goods? Yeah. Anything fun here? Um. I mean. 
Presumably, uh, if I will say that if you uh, can wear heavy armor, you could presumably put this armor on and then be wearing heavy, like heavy armor. <laughs> did, um, did, did anyone have one of those magical suitcases that you? Um, Eo, uh, I believe. Uh, no, you've got. Or no, did you? I have a bag. You, I was yeah. gonna say somebody's yeah. got a yeah. magic bag. Somebody has to have it. Remember who? Because yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. You could drop. I uh, didn't make you a card for it. I yeah, there we this go. is worth a pretty, pretty penny. Magical bag. I mean, oh. I. <clears throat> Unless you want to wear quality. it. There's only a small chance it comes back to life, right? Well, if it's in the bag, we don't care. That's true. Too. Who's carrying the book right now? The, I the, guess I the, was like the last tome of information. You were the last one. Yeah. I was last one to look up. through it. Right. Um, you also actually probably did your homework because I know this character and know that. Uh, you did some of the reading. You are... <laughs> she did so much reading. <laughs> so much reading. Um, I mean, you were hanging out at the biggest library exactly. on the Sword Coast yeah. prior to this. Oh. So, um, you do remember that one of the recurring themes that came up in multiple like narratives from people who made it out of the mists was that they kept talking about like stuff that they had gathered from these places and when but when like the people talking to them actually like went through their packs everything was just like dust or shattered or in peace like like nothing very little seemed to survive leaving the mist tell you what let's see if it's still here later and if it is we'll pick it up then okie dokie if it isn't we know those kids got sticky fingers. <laughs> it's taking their own family heirloom away from us. <laughs> yeah. Well, first. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Just if we have room for it on mm -hmm. the way out, then we'll see if it's one of the things that demystifies, mystifies, what? There's a lot of mist involved mist. here. Mist. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Refreshing. I miss the old Sierras. Ah, <laughs> uh, your homeland. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the Sierras. Yeah. <laughs> the mists there are very refreshing. Um, it's got a real lemon lime <laughs> I would bet it's going to get more dusty as we go upstairs. Are there any, has there been any footprints other than our own? Or there's no dust? Up here there is dust. As you've made your way up the floors, it seems to get dustier and dustier the higher you get. It's mm. not a healthy nursery. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and say, cause I don't think I was very clear uh, when I was presenting the information that the children had for you, that in the kind of babblings of the small children, you did vaguely pick up that the nursery seems to have been, um, let me double check this to make sure I'm saying it correctly. The, the nursery, or at least the nursemaid, seemed to have been on the third floor, but the children's room was in the attic. Oh. And we're now on these. You are on the third floor. We're on the third floor. Mm -hmm. Yes. So do we want to check for the nursery or do we want to go then to the attic and then? Well, presume we're just looking for the nursemaid at the moment, so we should check this for, for her first. Big fancy double doors, probably master bedroom. 
Maybe <laughs> smaller door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Babies pop, don't yeah, take up a lot of space. Pop that first one. This yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let me double check my kick it in. Kick it in. Kick it in. Kachong. Shocking off. I do appreciate that we kind of started this house with like polite knocks and, <laughs> and then it so quickly to just <laughs> the next bam, bam, bam. <laughs> when the house didn't surrender. Yes, exactly. We knew what we had to yeah. do. Yep. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Uh, are you kicking in the door or are you like deadly <clears throat> cracking open the door? I think. Hi. Yeah. <clears throat> calls for kicking in. Shock and awe. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. Theatrics okay. and drama. What if the nanny is magical, <laughs> and just goes like blah, regardless of whether that blah is like, or like woo. <laughs> I don't think the speed at which the door open will affect that. Well, I mean, like a, a gentle open. You're welcome to knock. You. I'm pretty sure. If, yes. Well, okay, if it's a like, woo, I'm just, I'm just it won't come happen. out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you clamber over this and you open the door. And as you open the door with the sounds of everyone uh, discussing rrr versus woo behind you, <laughs> that is where we are going to take our Rah. break. Uh, this will be a very brief break, so stick around. We're only going to take as long as it takes somewhere between five and seven people to use one bathroom. We will be right back. Stay close. Things are just going to get weirder from here because we start on easy mode, but every time they fight something, it gets harder. We added free we, four fights to Yeah, that. no, we, we um, <laughs> Pointless fights. pre-jumped a little bit there. Worth it. We'll see you all in just a few minutes. Stick around. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W, Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquat, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?